friend that I have will never tell me who I can and cannot have. You know what? When I get ready to have an event, I'm not going to be thinking about whether Kenya is going to be uncomfortable or not. When I have my event, I'm going to be worried about how fabulous Nene event's going to be. I'm so tired of having to get Kenya. See, when you have an event and you get the people together, the only thing you need to be worried about, Brian, is how fabulous you're going to be. Okay. Okay, we're not going to be worried about how fabulous anybody else is. I just need to be worried about how fabulous that we are going to be. And right. that is the premise of today's episode, the fabulosity of it all. Your favorite okay. Casa Negros are back, and I we am back. Josh Rogers. I am Brian Hare. And we are here for another edition of your favorite podcast where we talk about how we navigate the craziest post piece ever created, the jigsaw of life, and we talk about the perils, the praises, mm-hmm. the productivity, and the public circumstance of being black millennials trying to figure it out. Brian. Yes. I'm going to do it off the cuff. Come on, Stas. <laughs> BNE2. <laughs> uh, hold on. <laughs> uh, para, hold on. Para. <laughs> Di yeah. Negro, sir. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. all that jazz. How, I, you, how you been, brother? I'm good. I'm good. I need to, I need to follow up with you. Okay, so the last time we recorded, we recorded okay. on a Wednesday night, which, which meant that Cinco de Mayo was the night that the episode actually dropped. How yes. was your Cinco de Mayo? Oh, I Cinco'd and de mayo <laughs> hey. Cinco and de mayo I Cinco'd and de mayo It was good. Yeah. I had a good time. Um, all the things, yeah, all of the things. How's yeah, your liver? Can, ooh, that liver is tried and true and tested. <laughs> they don't call me a Casa Negro for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it was. How was your Cinco de Mayo? Uh, you it had was your first co- chapter meeting, didn't you? Yeah, my yeah, the first chapter meeting uh, since being in the bond. Uh, I missed could do my grandma's funeral, but this is my actual first one I got a chance to attend, so it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, so I didn't get a chance to single or de mayo or drink a margarita or eat a churro or my God. do any of the things. Um, so my I'll make God. it up at some point, though. My God, well, I think I enjoyed it enough for both of us, mm-hmm. but I can tell you what I had, what I had to eat. Okay, I had a whole What's lot that? of stuff. This is what I had. Okay. I hate it. I hate every bit of that. I hate every bit of that. What, what was she preaching about that had to go through that? Man of God. The slightest idea I have not. I'm like, girl, what are you even going through my god today like Juanita one of my favorite clothes <laughs> of Juanita buying them is when she finishes preaching and she got in that she got in that mini coop <laughs> got that mini coop from her head behind yeah. the tent like <laughs> where were you going and she drove herself she got in the car back there real quick and just I mean, out. and fast too praise break still going on like <laughs> she gone. said I got my check I am ready to go and that joint was funny. She she brings comedy to the kingdom. She does. Are they still doing tent revivals these days? I you know, I would think that it's probably more COVID safe to be inside the church. They should. We should do like an <laughs> old just, tent revival. It's too hot. You got to yes. do that in the fall. And did y'all used to have like sawdust? Like what was it, what was on the ground? Was it just like I ain't watch, we ain't never host no tent revivals. Ain't have a tent revivals in Memphis? No, they had them in Memphis. I said mm-hmm. we ain't never host no oh. tent revivals. <laughs> We had plenty of revivals, though. We had beginning of the year revival, end of the year revival, summer revival, <laughs> youth day revival. We had a lot of revivals. Bro. We've been revived. 
Revive. Y'all ain't never been dead. We never listen. Anytime they look like we about to lose our rejuvenation, here we come being rejuvenated. My God. Five not revival. Remember the days when we used to are foolish behind Prayer revival. Oh, go ahead. We used, to, we used to stay up from the Todd Hall revivals. I remember two, when we was done. Two, young and two o'clock. Young, wild, then, and free. And then you was going to school the next day. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to work the next day. And we would come back at seven o'clock and get yeah. out at two o'clock. Rushing, trying to do homework, missing my naps to be at church for another four hours. Listen, shot on the steps. <laughs> <laughs> what a time to be alive. The foolish things that we do in the name of church. You hold the hand of a wealthy worshiper. Yeah, woo, woo, woo. I ain't deaf free yet. But <laughs> maybe I, maybe my faith ain't high enough, right? <laughs> Yeah, he said it. You're standing next to somebody whose student loans have been paid off. Biden ain't even done it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, uh, you know what? I'm not down that the word. Maybe it just one for me. Yeah, he was mm, talking to the maybe. house. Maybe one for me. Maybe. You know, I ain't, I ain't going to put that on nobody and say what they was or wasn't. But uh, speaking of crowds, Brian, I want to shout okay. out. Okay. I don't know what's been happening. In the podcast universe, but um, mm-hmm. looking at some of the stats and stuff, y'all niggas been right. listening to this podcast. Okay, look, these numbers have been shooting up. We are growing. Um, y'all particularly enlarge my territory. Sorry. Okay, no, 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 no. Do it again. Go ahead, finish it. Come on. Enlarge my territory. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord, mm-hmm. bless, bless me. me indeed. Mm-hmm. I, I pray, pray for, for increase. Bless me indeed. You got something? Yeah. You got something in the spirit you want to want to sing for that? Keep your hands <laughs> upon me, <laughs> that no evil can not harm me. All right, that's the part right here. Sunshine and sickness and pain, God, I only come to you. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it lo- I'm not going there. We need Donald Lawrence on the show. We, he should. He, every time we shout him out, he watches the story. He, he watches the story. But we he did, watches we it. Maybe shoot a shot and get Donald so, Lawrence on here. Next month is music, is music Appreciation Month. Or Black Music Appreciation Month. So we get mm-hmm. Donald Lawrence for a gospel episode. Yeah. Take us back to Eden. Live on top of the world. Live on top of the world. Encourage he yourself. Went, have you have you noticed that he went from songs like Encourage Yourself, Never Seen Rice Forsaken, to want to go back to Eden? He just <laughs> shifted from the Bible. Listen, I Am God <laughs> is literally scripture in song. Less, yes. And then he, and just, then you know, he said, go back to Eden. <laughs> and then he had Leandra on that, uh, what is the song? I'm I'm tired of me. I'm my own worst enemy. What is that song? That, uh, um, Deliver, Deliver Me From Me. Mm-hmm. Which is actually uh, Sir the Baptist original song with mm. Brandy is the original lead. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yo, girl, yeah, bless her, yeah, bless Brandy, yeah. No, what yeah. is it called? Um, I'm because I, I all I want to do is hurt me, mm. hurt me. That's what the lyrics. Mm. Do you know what the song say? I don't know, but yeah, God deliver me, yeah. Cause all I seem to do is hurt Yeah, that's how it goes. 
Can I find the Brandy version for you since you ain't go, never heard it? Go I'm gonna for go it. back to thanking it. the listeners in a minute. Yeah, sir. The Baptist, sir. Yeah. The Baptiste, Baptiste. Yeah, but get, I would, I would, I would talk to Don Lawrence. We could talk about Afrocentricity and the Tri City. My sister Mary <laughs> would get beat by her husband who was the deacon Ooh. in the church. Oh, it's beat by the husband. It's such a dark song, isn't it? She was in the kitchen, in the kitchen, washing herself quietly because she didn't want to start anything. She said, Love, deliver me because all he seems to do is hurt me. If you know someone dealing with this. Pull out your phone and text him, I love you. Hurt me. Even if you got the song on repeat. Sing, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's most annoying. It's Sir O'Dunny. <laughs> With these ad libs. So this is a song of like domestic violence and hurt me. All he seemed to do is hurt me. Then Don Lawrence, but Don Lawrence co-wrote it, so it, maybe that's why it technically is his song. It's giving me black stage play, like it's Mama Don't Be me. Definitely early Tyler Perry. Yeah, mm-hmm. we just need Core to come out and just start screaming. Yeah, or Cheryl Pepsi Riley. <laughs> I was to say Cheryl Pepsi Riley. <laughs> the only thing I know her from. The, the only thing, once she like, she's supposed to be this like low key coveted R and B singer. Let me <laughs> since we in the Apple, <laughs> since we here, we are we are way <laughs> off topic. For friends and listeners, for those that are new to the Jigsaw Podcast, you know we this do the things. What we, this ain't what we usually do, but yeah, we, you know we're usually on point and on task. But it's yeah. just it's one of those nights. Oh no, she she got two songs on here. What, what she got that we know? Nothing that we know. I'm sure. Cheryl Pepsi Riley. Thanks for my child, me, myself, and I. All I got is in my foundation. <laughs> How can you hurt the one you love? Every little thing about you. All this stuff came out in 1988 and 1991. Hmm. Let me see. She ain't got no best of. She ain't got no essentials. <laughs> I don't know, Brian. Let's see what this sounds like. Uh-uh. Oh, it's written by Full Force. Oh, <laughs> what's all this beating? What is what what's is all this domestic violence? My God, Lord, are you going trying to tell us? Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. let me see me myself and I. Uh, uh-uh, I'm, I'm not gonna do that. See, now this is in my Apple. I played this in 2022. <laughs> I was in there. What were we doing? We were saying uh, thank listeners. you to the people. So, if you're new to the show. Brian and I are best friends, brothers, frat brothers now, who mm-hmm. decided to start a podcast. And we talk about, as we said at the beginning, how we navigate life as black millennial men, or really just black millennials, right? And we just happen to be men navigating that space. Um, I want to thank y'all for joining us. Um, we usually thank y'all at the end of every episode, but Brian, we I do. thought 
since we have so many new listeners possibly, right? right. That it's a good time to, to do this now. Um, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. The we podcast do. would not grow without you. So keep on listening. Thank you for listening. Um, y'all you. particularly loved not talking about Bruno. Uh, <laughs> that's the one that really Solid got episode. all the love. Um, baby, I'm begging was an RB episode. Baby, I'm did. begging. Baby, I'm begging. Baby, yeah. Baby. Y'all going back into the deep archives and listening to the We Gonna Be Alright episode. Talk about COVID-19. I guess because the pandemic ain't over. So niggas still want we answers, still right? right. <laughs> they still want answers. So you're going back. And, I mean, and it was some good. It was a you know medical professional on there. So it's some good information in that joint. I might need to go listen to it myself. Um, but yeah, appreciate you. Brian, anything you want to say to the new people, to the old people? Um, don't listen to this at work. Um, and you know, we can listen to it at work, but don't make sure, you have your AirPod, make sure you Please have your AirPods. Make sure you have your AirPods in. Um, you never know what could happen on this show. Um, one moment, as you can see, we can be, you know, praying, speaking in tongues. The next one we're talking about, you know, slapping on my knob, the corner, like corn on the cob. Check <laughs> in with me and do your job. Um, you know, is my name. <laughs> Sex is my game. That's called the voice. Let's right. run a train. Squeeze on my nuts. Lick on my butt. Natural hair, please. Don't touch. <laughs> Go ahead, Brian. You know, you know you can't do that to me. Yeah. I'll say wait, once, once, that's, once you say slime on my knob, Josh just goes to a place. <laughs> and this episode, I'm doing a lot of singing, but usually Josh is the one that does a lot of the singing. So I don't know what's happening. Just this evening. Rolls over. It's just, you know, it happens. But uh, we, we, we're glad to have you here. We appreciate you. Yeah. Um, please uh, uh, like, subscribe, tell your friends and neighbors all the things yeah. about what we do here. This is the greatest podcast in the world. In the um, world. And we appreciate all that you do. So welcome. Welcome. Welcome you once. We welcome you twice. We welcome you in the name welcome. of the Father. Time? Oh, sorry. <laughs> go, no, go ahead. Because everybody said it different. But so we welcome <laughs> you in the name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, so welcome. welcome once, welcome twice, welcome three times. In Jesus Christ. I don't know what it was. But, but you're welcome. Was, I don't know. You're welcome. You are welcome. Before we get to the song of the week, you mentioned Slob on my knob. It made me think about Three Six Mafia. It makes me think about Juicy J. It made okay. me think about a tweet I saw from Juicy J. Okay. He said, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm not quoting, but I paraphrase pretty accurately. When you talk about the goats of rap, okay. you talk about the top five, you got to talk about Juicy J. <laughs> That's what Juicy J said. That's what Juicy J said oh. <laughs> about himself. Oh, he said he deserves top to five. Be in your top five, Juicy. Okay, I'm not gonna argue with Juicy J. I'm not going to agree with Juicy J. <laughs> but okay, I'm not Juicy. going to argue with Juicy J. One day we gotta talk about this um, best female rappers of all time list that I sent you. Yeah. Lady of Rage was like number seven. That list, I don't know. Who <laughs> I'm just like not rough made, and tough in my Afro buffs. That list was the worst. And I love uh, Lil Chat from Memphis, but she should be nowhere. She literally is known for her feature on Chickenhead. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, that li- I don't know who made the list, but that list wasn't. But it, yeah, it was but it. yeah. That was it was Flo Mill like some of the and I know Flo Millie's new, but for some of the women that made it, Flo Millie didn't even touch the list. Like it was trash. C- City Girls wasn't on there in nowhere. City and that, Girls wasn't on there. Like it was just it was weird. Like Rap City was like seventeen or something weird like that. Yeah, Remy like, Ma was like forty. Like, <laughs> like I think what? people just come to put out those lists just to get people talking. 
But some stuff, but that didn't make sense. Like no. some lists that get people talking be like you be arguing maybe on the top ten. Just yeah. will have people like Remy Meyer like the bottom. And yeah. I know, I know Nikki came out on top, but y'all can't knock the lyricism of Remy. Like she no. she's a legit rapper, right? And yeah, a lot of a lot. There's no woman rapper who's had the success of Nicki, right? But there've been right. so many other women rappers who've had like great success. So I can understand why Nicki would be number one. I can argue why she would not be somebody's number one, right? But I can see why she could be. But to put some of these other women so like I think Meg was like seventeen. Meg is a right. rapper. Say what yeah. you want to say about Meg, man. But she's <laughs> a rapper, man. Right. So like, yeah, that list was trash. Yeah, I would pull up the list, but I don't. I don't want to. Like, yeah. cause to but, me it was, it was. We can talk about that in June when we have a conversation about women's rap, yeah. if we decide to do that. Um, but song of the week. All right. If you're looking at the podcast title, then you may have an idea. If you read the description, then you have an even better idea. But we know niggas don't always read. So, right. um, this song is in theme to me. Um, okay. I feel like it should be on most people's summer cookout playlists, brunch playlists, summertime fun. It always puts me in a mood to have a good time. As as they said in um, Niggas in Paris, it gets the people going. Okay. Right? <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is one that gets the people going. It's right. I'm not going to sing it this time, Brian. Okay. Because I feel like it's just going to hit better if I play it. All right. I get it. All right. I get it. Okay. Let me, get, let me get it together. All righty. And boom. It's a good one. That is We Like to Party by Beyonce, Future, and J. Cole, and under 3,000, depending on which version this is to. Brian, I'm going to yeah. ask you. I think I know the answer. Who's your yes. favorite? Who's your Three favorite stacks. feature? Three stacks. Yeah. Like, is that the J. same? J. Cole's, J. Cole's good. Degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 103,000 is like the man of that first line. Like... Like Seth mm-hmm. is three thousand degrees, like, and then again, like you said, I think we would agree that one of the greatest verses of all time, the international players anthem. Oh yeah, his intro. Yeah, his intro verse. Like, can I venture to say, while I agree that Hove is the goat, mm-hmm. I would venture to say that Under Three Thousand is the greatest rapper if we're just talking about rap of all time. And I and I would not, I would not disagree with you. Yep. If we're talking about like overall career industry rap, yeah. we're giving it to it's, Jay, right? But yeah, if we're talking about just close. like rapper, like who I enjoy, and I think most people would enjoy listening to, yeah. like the 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 the, the double entendres, the the creative, all of that. It's three steps. Yeah, rapping off beat, on beat, <laughs> like I can't even. It's described. It's and he's in every. 
like real rapper, like your favorite rapper's top five. He's not your favorite. Rapper oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's coming up, and that's no. And then also him being so great is also no shade to Big Boy. It's just Andre was just different. Andre, yeah, just different man. And, and that's a and we can we could do a whole episode on just Outkast. And the fact that <laughs> to your point, like Big Boy is one of the greatest rappers. Yeah, Big Boy because his verse and people sleep on his verse in that app. It's a solid verse. Yeah, and, and, and to think and, and that's the thing to me is like I think Andre knew, not Andre. I think Big Boy knew that Andre's so good. Mm-hmm. That it pushed him to be even better, even better. Mm-hmm. So you put, Big Boy is one of the best rappers ever because it was like, well, I know three stacks is gonna go hard. I gotta come, I gotta come with some bars to to match that level. Because you're on every song with this man, every song, <laughs> every song with this man, right? Like, and so I would, yeah, I would, yeah, I Andre's in my top five, like, and it's not even close. Yeah, it's yeah, not close. Not at all. You, you yeah. know how I feel about certain rappers, but Andre is <sighs> Andre's my guy. But we're not going to get stuck there because, as you said, Rob, we definitely can. Um, but with all that being said, understood and accepted, are you yep. ready to go and talk about some black excellence in the Bless Up Report? I would love to. Let's do. Let's it. go do that. Yeah. We are here at the Blessed Report where we shout yeah. out black folks doing great black things. And of course, we want to find and shout out black businesses. Oh, yeah. So if you know anybody that has a black business or you have a black business yourself, please let us know. We would love to shout you out. Uh, check us out at, you can send an email to the Jigsaw Podcast at gmail.com. DM us on Facebook or not Facebook, on Instagram. Send us your page and all that kind of stuff. We would love to patronize your business if you're doing great things, you know. All the things. So this week we have Ceylon Skincare and Patrick Boating the second. All right. So after struggling with acne, razor bumps, hyperpigmentation, and other chronic skin problems, Patrick created Ceylon as a way to give guys like him great skincare products suitable for their basic needs. Frustrated with the lack of options for men of color on the market, he set out to build a company dedicated to providing the best possible skincare products for men of color. Like me, men like me, you and me, Josh, right? Mm-hmm. You know, color me skincare. Man. You me love the skincare more. products, right? I have a whole uh, routine. You do. Uh, Ceylon tea, <laughs> right? Otherwise known as black tea, is one of the original ingredients in our formulations. That's what they say on their site. Uh, included for its antioxidant properties and known for its ability to aid skin healing and reduce the impact of sun damage, which is interesting because black people, you know, we don't crack. We don't crack. But we still need some sun. Of us. Some of us do. Some of us. Have you sh- seen Boosie? I've seen Boosie. He looks like. <laughs> you know, Crunchy Black, right? Boosie should be, his name should be Crunchy Black. They, the Boosie and Crunchy Black might be related. <laughs> God. Um, <laughs> appropriate name. Crunchy Black's appropriate name. Uh, what was the dude back in the day? Gorilla Zoe? He was real black, black, real black, and Think whatever. Um, go ahead. You made me think about something. <laughs> what? Crunchy Black once said this song, ain't nothing going on but the money and power. Too many niggas out here cowards. <laughs> I be selling my dough. I be pipping these hoes. <laughs> ain't nothing going on but the money and power. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they say, all right, ain't nothing going on but the money and the power. That's so good. <laughs> that is good. That is good. <laughs> 
one thing you're holding your chest like because <laughs> i wouldn't expect to be taken down like that i've been listening to that verse my whole life and i don't know why it's doing this to me today it's just blessing you tonight <laughs> it is <laughs> oh have your way here we go. have your way have your way ha 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 in my spirit on my soul how the song go he put the laughter in my soul <laughs> you let me turn this mic off, bro. Don't, don't you do that? Cause that's gonna take me down another ha, ha ha ha! He was a laughter in my soul. All right, uh, Celon, our mission is to create accessible, easy-to-use <laughs> products, specifically yeah. formulated yeah. Uh, to help men of color achieve mm. the best possible skin. So. Bless up to Ceylon Skincare and Patrick Boating the second uh, for creating something for us black men to yeah. take care of our skin because mm. it is important. Yes. So, anything you had to say about this product or anything you can think of? Yep, no, um, Patrick and I went to school together. We were in Morehouse oh. together. Look at um, We weren't like friends, but we were definitely familiar with each other, and always excited to see a Morehouse brother. I'm um, doing this thing. Can I shout out? Can I do a personal bless up real quick? I just got a text from my go niece. For yeah, um, go for it. She just got inducted into the National Junior Honor Society. <laughs> and Hello. her little ceremony's coming up. Yeah, she's going to high school next year. As I feel old. Um, she looking like a little grown woman. I don't know how to feel about that. But shout out to Trinity Stokes. Yeah, co government. Shout out Trinity Alicia Stokes. <laughs> Alicia. <laughs> yeah, Alicia. You know, we, yeah, Alicia. We co- Alicia. We color down there. <laughs> shout out to my niece. Love you, girl. All right. <laughs> love you um yeah so um yeah so now we have a rest up my god somebody died S- somebody what what, what did god not do he didn't let the uh <laughs> i'm still no question black <laughs> yeah. he, he didn't stay the hand of death <laughs> all right so he did not stay the hand of death so we do sure. have a, a rest up a controversial Rest no. up for this oh, week. Okay, I know where you're going. Okay. So, you and I are part of the greatest fraternity in the history of the world. We are. Right? Capital Staff Fraternity Incorporated. Capital Staff Incorporated. Founded January 5th, 1911, Bloomington, Indiana. On campus the campus University. Of... Indiana University. There we go. Right. So, <laughs> um, there was an individual who yeah. came to, I don't want to do the word prominence, but came to black Twitter fame randomly out of the blue. Okay. Uh, and he was kind of came up. I remember seeing on Spiritual Word, word, Spiritual World, or Spiritual Word, Spiritual Word, like Either pretty way, frequently. Real spiritual about that page, but go ahead. Not a thing. <laughs> not a thing. They used to have like scriptures and stuff like that at one point, but now it's just they like they realized the, shade room. the money wasn't in there. It wasn't. So I started seeing this dude pop up like pretty frequently, and it was basically just hot takes. <clears throat> it was a lot of basically just like you know, you you fat. You're mm-hmm. you're ugly, all the kind of things. So if you don't you don't know what I'm talking about, it's Kevin Samuels. Uh, I don't know um what his YouTube page or anything is called, but he basically he was known for having the hot takes and things about nature and being a I don't know, was he like a consultant or a people would call into his show and then he would kind of give them um like advice on dating and things mm-hmm. of that nature and all kinds of things um so he died recently um of a i i, I was it a massive heart attack i don't know he died I heard it was a heart attack yeah. a heart attack he died um and he is no longer here anymore he is now at the golden shores um uh, 
So that's all I had to say. I know he's he's he's, he's black Twitter famous, and mm-hmm. you know ha, you know, and he's our flat frat brother. You know, so mm-hmm. we had to you know say something. Is there anything you'd like to say regarding Kevin Samuels or any thoughts or anything like that, Joshua? I don't have any thoughts because I don't think about Kevin Samuels. Nope. Um, <laughs> c- concerning your thing about him being our frat brother, I was taught by OG that all good brothers ain't good brothers. Mm. Um, okay. So I will say that. I will also say that there has been great controversy around his death just as much as it was around his living. Mm-hmm. Um, so while I vehemently disagree with 99.9% of the things Kevin Samuels said, mm-hmm. that does not mean that I am excited or happy about his death i don't think death is a reason to celebrate unless we're celebrating your mm-hmm. life as a loved one i don't think we rejoice in the fact that someone is no longer here he was still somebody's son possibly father i, I don't really know much about kevin samuels but you know if somebody's friend i don't know mm-hmm. why you want to be friends with someone like kevin samuels but he was somebody's friend right right and they lost that person and that within itself is a tragedy. Um, I've heard various comments of which I won't go into. Um, I've heard people ask me about it. And I don't have anything to say. <laughs> I don't have much of anything to say. <laughs> and I've even been questioned about, you know, why I have so much beef and animosity. And I don't have any beef and animosity. I just did not agree with the man. So when he died, it just did not phase me. And that was it. Kevin Samuels dying is mm-hmm. like a random listener's usher of the church, husband's sister's friend passing mm-hmm. away mm-hmm. i don't know that person <laughs> the fact that the fact that they're a human makes it a human tragedy and god rest their soul god bless their family as just as unfazed as i would be about that it's just as much as unfazed i am about mr samuels and that's that on that i will say this though mm-hmm. and this will be the last thing you hear me say ever okay. about it all right is that while i do not think this is a time to mm, I'm just going to say it this way. Death does not absolve you from accountability of how you live. Okay. And I'll just put it, I'll just, I'll just say that. I think that we can still hold him accountable to um, all the damaging things that he said to both men and women. Right. I'd like to point that out. I think we can still hold him accountable to that and how he lived and how he um, portrayed himself and the advice that he gave uh, while also not disrespecting him in death. I think there's duality in being able to do that. Right. But what I will say is that how you live sometimes is indicative of the legacy that's left and how people converse about it. And mm-hmm. that's what we're seeing. I wish we didn't see so much celebration <laughs> around yeah, the man's yeah. death. I, I don't agree mm-hmm. with that, but I would not. Um, I'm not necessarily <clears throat> against critiquing right, right. who he was and, and, and what he represented on earth. So. Yeah, yeah, and I would agree with that. I I don't think the and I can I'm, I can't tell people how to respond or to react. I can't do that in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see the level of why there should be a celebration per se. Um, but I can definitely understand, like you said, people being either like I don't care or like you know no remorse or anything like that because again the things that he put out into the world uh, were not. Um, I'm trying to be, you know, nice. They weren't not the most pop, not popular. They were popular because a lot of people, a lot of a segment of niggas out there really fit, ate up everything that he said. Yeah. Um, but I, I would say that 
I don't know. I would. I wouldn't celebrate his death. Would I hold him accountable to his words? Without a doubt, but I wouldn't yeah. celebrate. Yeah, uh, and the celebration is kind of like a weird kind of situation. It's People weird. saying like it's karma and blase blase. Uh, I don't think death is karma. I think death is death. Death is like, death. We all right. gonna die some and so unless right. uh, unless we get caught up, we all gonna die. I wanna be caught <laughs> up. Don't 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 caught up in the rapture. Yeah, I think I've, we know some really nice people, some really great people who died tragic deaths. Tragic deaths, early before, deaths. Early, you know, yeah. and that's and that's not karma, right? Yeah. So within that, and that could be a whole conversation. And I know some terrible people who are still alive and kicking it. Hello. Donald Trump, Candace Owens. Hello. Still here. Horace Marcel. Terry so, Crews. <laughs> I just don't like the man. Yeah, so. The, Car- the whole Kardashians, like, they just you know, here. They're still here. And I'm not wishing death on them. What I'm we're not. saying is that I'm not. bad people are still here and they kind of proved the point that this wasn't a karma thing. It was right. it was an Ted unfortunate Cruz. death, you know, due to a heart attack. I don't know if he was sick. I don't know if it was just random. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't not know. to over spiritualize it, but you know, God knows all. So right. we don't know. But don't know. it happened, right? And he's right. no longer here. <clears throat> and that's, that's it. that. Right. So bless up to Patrick. Rest up to Kevin. And now we're going over to the uh billboard. Got something, Josh? Sure. Um, let's get <laughs> let's let's go straight. <laughs> let's go straight into it with some more um um joyful news. Joyful, joyful Lord. We adore thee. Uh-huh. God of glory, Lord. Of all, our song for like flowers before thee. Oh, what's mm-hmm. the words, Brian? Hail thee as the son of God. God. Mm-hmm. Something, something. Here we gladness. Away. Away. Fill us with it all. So glad fill us with the light. Oh, fill us with the light, with the light. of day. Singing does not put food on the table. Singing. <laughs> <laughs> There's many people out there with their shoulda, coulda, wouldas. And still, <laughs> your dad was out there singing the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. He died. But mama. The choir and the concert are out. <laughs> but mama. If you but mama me one more time. <laughs> Give Shirley Ralph her flowers. Go. <laughs> 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 ain't, ain't been to a concert uh, on time. She, listen, she, listen, she did the miseducation, finished that. It was so shook by Susan too. It was like, <laughs> can't do it. Now I just demolished okay. Joyful Joyful, but y'all forgive me. But that's not what we were here okay. to do. We were here to talk about the joyful news of the White House now having its first black uh, press secretary Kareen Jean Pierre is a new <laughs> press secretary for the White House. She's the first black one. She was the former deputy secretary and she was the former chief of staff for Vice President Kamala Harris during her 2020 presidential um, campaign. Speaking of this isn't in the blessed report, Brian, but it's been circulating around that Congress is um, playing with the idea of giving us gas stimulus checks, $100 a month and then okay. an additional $100 per um, dependent. 
So oh, okay. If, if I do the math, so I would get technically four hundred dollars a month. Okay. Right? That's enough gas, quite possibly for my car per month, mm-hmm. give or take. Because with these mm-hmm. new prices, it takes about fifty. If I'm on EE, it takes about fifty-five ish dollars okay. to fill up my tank, and I fill up every week because I travel back and forth to the gym. If I didn't go to the gym because I'm remote, I probably would have you know a week and a half right, because right. I go back and forth to the gym. Um, Fifty-five dollars every week. I know for some people, like your sales, Brian, you have a luxury car. Um, mm. You know, so you got to put that premium in there. People who Jesus. got trucks and stuff, those tanks are bigger. Yes. Um, but then that four hundred dollars, because it's fifty-five dollars a week, four weeks. That's about you know, give or take. But I got a whole wife with a car, and it costs mm-hmm. about fifty dollars. <laughs> so I Listen. really need eight hundred dollars. Yeah. If we're gonna keep it a book, right? You know, so. Um, I mean, I mean, it would be helpful. It would, but be. I mean, it ain't gonna really, it ain't gonna really do what it need to do. No, it no. ain't gonna understand the assignment. No, not at all. Like again, like hundred dollars a month. It takes me about takes me about seventy five bucks to fill my tank up. This on EE, <laughs> <clears throat> but like you said, there's two of us. There's two of us in the house that that have cars. So hundred dollars ain't gonna do much, but you know. And then again, where are they gonna get that? Where are they gonna get all this tax money from? Like. Are they going to take it out of our taxes? We would do our, 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 you know, our filing. Like, what's what's going to happen? That's so. what I'm saying. And then they just gave another forty some billion or something to Ukraine. Like, I'm not why? saying. First of all, why? Right? I'm not right. saying we exactly. can provide some type of aid. But if you can cough up that much cash, you can you can forgive my student loans, and it's your second payment to them. You can, Robinette. <laughs> while you talking about you exploring ideas. Explore you, the uh, idea of just pressing cancel. Yeah, that's just do that. The it's 40, government 40, money, right? The Get forty billion million, whatever you gave to 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 Ukraine, mm-hmm. like give that to us and and watch the economy work. Listen. If you didn't have to pay, imagine you have to pay no student loans again. All the money you can do, all the money you Listen. can use. Oh shoot! Speaking of, I need to call Navient because my rate reduction program is about to expire. <laughs> <laughs> I need to call them. Uh, <laughs> see, figure Why it out. Right, on, right here on the podcast. Look at, it. Um, Look at it. Fifty Cent was okay. not lying when he said he wanted to see Monique. And he was going to do something about it in a video on Instagram. Monique um, popped up and introduced herself as Goldie, which would be mm. a brand new character in Fifty yes. Cent's latest show, Black Mafia Family. We have no idea or details of where Goldie fits into the story mm-hmm. if she's actually a part of the big meat story or is it just mm-hmm. something that was created she very well could be an auntie that was really named goldie uh, right. but i am super excited to Me see too. monique back in this on screen and not in this horror thing with lee Daniels. Like, i'm excited about that too i'm just not here for demonic stuff so i will Me be either. excited to watch her in this role because i really like bmf so um brian do you, you i mean i know she gonna kill it Oh, without a doubt, Monique yeah. is. A, is she won an uh, uh, Oscar for. A she's goaded. She is. She's goaded. She's to talented, man. She's absolutely talented. We love Monique on this pro- on this podcast. Uh, I'm looking forward to I, BMF. Was a it was a is a good show. It was the yeah. first season, so they're still building, and it's a good show. And I really can't wait to see where it unfolds because it's a true story. You know what I mean? It's based off a true story. It was, it was here in Atlanta when I first came to Atlanta. BMF was like a thing, you know. Uh, so I would love to, I would love to see, um, how that turns out, but yeah, sh- shout out to Monique. Yeah. Shout out to Monique doing what she does best. I'm, I'm really happy to see this redemption. And uh, again, yep. not a big Curtis Jackson fan, 
but I'm here for him giving opportunities and keeping his word. Mm-hmm. Um, staying in the theme of movies and television and entertainment, Dave Chappelle was okay. attacked during, um, I think Netflix has It's Not a Joke or It Is a Joke Comedy Festival or something it was mm-hmm. called. Um, and during his performance at the Hollywood Bowl one Tuesday night, a man popped up on that stage and tackled Mr. Chappelle. Uh, but his mm. security guards was some, he, he had some real nigga security guards because they not only <laughs> chased and tackled, they beat the living dog snot out of this man. <laughs> sure and did. from what I understand, <laughs> when they get him to the back, they beat him some more. So much so, did you see that man in that hospital bed picture, Brian? I saw his, his arm. Did you, did you see that? Did you remember the, do you remember, um, um, not another scary movie. A scary movie with the little hand, just my strong uh, hand. Yes, that's what his, that's, that's what his arm and hand look like. <laughs> yes, they beat that. I think his name was Isaiah Lee. They beat mm-hmm. Mr. Lee to a pulp, um, and rightfully so. You know, people said he deserved. I, I'm not gonna say whether or not he deserved it, but he definitely got some much needed retaliation. Um, uh, but Chappelle was able to recover real quick. Finished his performance while the man was taken to the hospital. Um, how so? While the man was taken to jail and arrested, Brian, uh, it mm-hmm. has been revealed that he will not face felony charges. He will be charged, but they will not be counted as a felony. Mr. Chappelle is very upset about that, and people in the comedy um, scene are saying that he should have got his butt whooped because it sends a message that this is not okay. People, mm-hmm. of course, have been comparing it to the Will Smith slap. Um, all these different kind of things. And uh, even Kevin Hart said that it sets a precedence that you can't do that. Now, what I will say, but you I understand that, Brian, is that I don't think this is the first time that people have tried to text stage. No, it's and, happened. Like the Will Smith thing, yeah, it was on a big, you know, real city stage. But it wasn't the first time somebody jumped on stage and did some crazy stuff. And it probably won't be the no, last. No, no. I want to say I saw a YouTube clip, uh, not YouTube clip, but Instagram clip, and it wasn't. It, you saw the outcome of it, but somebody ran up on DC Young Fly and DC oh, Young yeah. Fly not to do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was all over social media that he somebody ran up on him and DC knocked him out. So it's not anything new. So Will Smith ain't started a trend of people running on stage. It happens. Um, security just needs to be there, right? Security yeah. needs to be there and, you know, do the things. Like Dave Chappelle security was there and they responded in a timely fashion. Like they got it, they got it done quick. Almost like the woman at the playoff game, the Grizzly game, she tried to, before she could get good on the court. Oh, that's, yeah. that's security. That dude was on it, right? So I just feel yeah. like it's just a need to have security in place. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know that, I'm, I'm not going to say this is going to become pervasive. Right. But I, I definitely think this is going to be the last situation as right. it was also not the first one to happen. Um, exactly. Any of the ways, Brian, I'm actually going to introduce this and I'm going to pass it right to you because I okay. feel like this is most appropriate for you. Okay. Kendrick Lamar. Yes. He's supposed <laughs> to be dropping an album this Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited about it. I'm already off that day. <laughs> uh, so I'm off to celebrate my wife's graduation. Shout out to Lauren. Like mm-hmm. getting her doctor doctorate uh, this this Friday, um, so yes, I am excited about this. It's been a while; it's been a long time coming for Kendrick Lamar. Uh, drop his album cover to me. It kind of reads an ode to his last three albums. You see him with a crown of thorns on his head, with the gun yeah. in his back, in his back waist. So it's kind of like Good Kid, Matt City. So Kendrick's whole thing has all his albums has been like duality. It's really been like Good Kid, Mad City was 
I want to love the Lord. I want to get saved, but I also want to be in these streets and get get hoes, right? Uh, and isn't that all of our story? Right. <laughs> the Pimple Butterfly. <laughs> <was> really, <laughs> the Pimple Butterfly was about like street politics and like real political. So it was like political, but also like gangs, and then how like Republicans and Democrats are like gangs, and it's all the same thing. So duality. And then uh, the uh, album Dam was really, you know, dealing with you know. Again, spirituality, like damnation, but also being damned in the world of like crime and all that kind of stuff, and how things work themselves out, and love and lust and all that kind of stuff. So, his whole career has really been about like this struggle against like darkness and light. And mm-hmm. I believe Kendrick Lamar is a Gemini too, so that kind of makes some sense and stuff like that. So, you know, it's you know, so I'm excited about it. Um, the art cover, the, the album cover kind of got me excited, but also knowing that this is his last album on TDE, it makes this for him kind of like tie the strings up, like and sew on the loose ends as far as his time at TDE. Um, so I'm hoping it's a good album. Um, what's TDE? Uh, it's um, Top Dog Entertainment, that's the, the record label he's on. Okay, yeah, so this is his last album, there, and I think he's going to do some independent stuff after that. Um, Maybe some yeah. more stuff with Baby King. Uh, I don't really like the stuff with Baby King, yeah. <laughs> which is his cousin. Is like okay, so let me. Let me yeah, so, so those that know me, Kendrick is my one of my favorite rappers, right? Mm-hmm. We know, you know, what my top favorite rappers right now. Give me Drake, give me Cole, give me Kendrick. Like, and I don't know in in terms of rappers, I don't know if there's anybody else. This in their in their league they, in the 2010s ish that has run the game like them, like mm-hmm. in terms of just great rap. Um, my biggest beef with Kendrick is that one he disappears. I think it just he drops an album and then just yeah, he's like the rapper Dale. Yeah, like <laughs> gone. No social media. Like you don't see him at award shows other than like, unless he's performing. We saw him at the Super Bowl. You don't know where his nigga lives. You don't know nothing about him, right? Um, two is like he doesn't he doesn't make singles. He makes an album, right? And so it's kind of like it's it's like a it's a themed album, which is which is which I understand. It's like old school people used to make theme albums back in the day. Like Thriller was Thriller, and Food the Score was the Score. Right? I get it, mm-hmm. but I think sometimes I think he by his you know working into his artistic bag, where I think it limits the and maybe he doesn't care. I think it limits his level of exposure and be ability to showcase his his talent. Yeah. Um, because he doesn't make anything mainstream. Whereas the first album had a bunch of like mainstream hits on it. Poetic but Justice after that, song. T- dude, like I can that's is a no skip album. Like you can just press play and it just goes. And there are albums, there's songs in that album that got so much radio play and everything. It's probably gonna sin again. Yeah, Lord forgive me. It's a good. It's a Think good I album. Understand? Sometimes you want. Please don't give me a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but so with so within that, like, and I I, I always said something. I wish, like, you know, Drake, where he just makes songs. Yeah, the album doesn't make any sense in terms of like the 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 the, the structure of the certified album. lover boy had a thing. Oh yeah, sub, yeah, that was definitely a thing. <laughs> Look at like Scorpion was like. It Scorpion was just, was just a hodgepodge of music. Listen, it had so, Tootsie Slide. It had uh, the song with Mariah Carey. The that was song with Mariah Carey. Didn't it have the one with um, Tracy Ellis Kiki. Ross? Them all in the video. Key, yeah, yeah Kiki, um, yeah, that one. Was. But the other one, um, 
what do you gotta be up and up when the nigga you gotta be uh what is the song the woman empowerment song he uh, did. Uh, from for what nice, nice for, for what? what nice for, for what? what yeah all of that right. was on the same album like, right <laughs> but like so with within that like with with drake like he has like he just chooses great beats and just raps mm-hmm. right or sings or sings and I don't feel like it's like a okay. I want my album to be this, and then other than Certified Lover Boy, which was I felt like was thrown through, which was a pretty good album because I liked that it had a theme. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think I wish Kendrick would just pick great beats and just rap. Give me an album of you just rapping over hard beats and just showing the people that you're a great rapper. Well, I think that you get slept on or people just snooze on it because it's like you giving us this work of art, and unless you care about like the album and the work of art then he doesn't get any type of play so that's it but i'm looking forward to it friday i'm gonna be playing it uh, i'm gonna listen yeah. to it i'm excited about it i will say this just speaking about drake another one that is to me is a solid body of work i don't know if it had a thing per se but take care yeah i actually i have take care i think i own take care. is a body of freaking take care let's see what's on that take care drake yeah i actually have the add that on vinyl i have take care on vinyl is an album it is an album yeah and and let me tell you one of the the songs (laughs) i can play on repeat lord knows Mm -hmm. like i can just press that and put that on repeat can you look at that track list and tell me what you think my favorite song is um Hmm. Your favorite song? Mm-hmm. Crew Love? Make no. Me Proud featuring Onika Mirage. Oh, it doesn't have the features on what I'm looking at that right now. That is a song. I need one with a future and a past. <laughs> Yo, this, that album came out in, in 2011. Yeah, bro. I remember because it was my senior year. I remember that. I remember that's why. That's another reason why. Because, oh, we're going off topic. But Take Drake's entry into the game and this album in particular was in that space where I was kind of learning the duality and the balance of life mm-hmm. in Christianity and church. And Drake was one of the first people that really introduced me to like, it's okay to live, save, and listen to rap. So yeah. that's why this hits home a lot. On top of the fact that it's just a really great album, but mm-hmm. it has that kind of um, landmark meaning for me. But that's neither here nor there. I am not a big Kendrick fan like you are. I enjoy Kendrick. So I would definitely be listening this Friday. Um, you know, I'm sure there's a ton of meaning in the crown of thorns on his head on the album cover. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, whatever. But I know people be artsy and people deep and all of the kind of stuff. So I get it. But I'll be listening. Um, I'll actually listen, unlike you did, to some of the things that I suggest you listen to. I, I listen but to I'll be prepared. I, did you listen I to Elamay's whole- album? I did, and it was really good. Okay, it was you, really good. What did you think about um, the Mary J. Blige? Mary J. Blige interlude. I, I did. I enjoyed. I can it. deal with those better than her coming in. E. Yeah, I don't. I can. I don't. This. Yeah, we don't need the poetry. We don't. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I was. Yes, I was just a shout out to your sister, your younger sister. She's gonna probably listen to Kendrick. Lamar oh yeah, Jessica feels like she's a rap savant and rap head because I asked her. I said, "You listen to the new Future album?" I don't listen to Future. Yeah, <laughs> I said, oh, "Okay, <laughs> we see okay. I, I own hip hop." Okay, okay, girl. Hip-hop. 
Okay, girl. She likes yeah. she likes the JIDs and she yeah, likes she the, love like know, she loves Wale. She went no crazy name. on Wale's new album and yeah. she knows she be trying to put me on to some underground people and stuff. Yeah. Like, She's a hip hop purist. I'd be like, <laughs> give me trap, give me she hates that I love two chains. She'd be like, Josh, why do you listen to him? I said, Because he's amazing. <laughs> Titty boy is amazing. Okay. <laughs> he's 60 years old and still giving me great <laughs> music. She, oh, did you know Ty Dolla Sign was 40? Ty Dolla Sign is 40? Ty Dolla Sign is old, so Jaden, again, my, my ratchet child, mm-hmm. loves, I exposed him to a couple of Ty Dolla Sign songs, a few of the clean ones. He has, he don't have a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like, damn, how old is Ty Dolla Sign? I was like, I don't know, son, let's look it up. That dude is 40. Mm. If we go to LA, we got to find Ty Dolla Sign. We can find him. And, I feel like and this is- Issa Rae was always found him. Every time yeah. she was going through a, a pivotal moment, Ty Dolla Sign popped up. <laughs> always. So- and this like is random, and okay. I, we, we're praying for the Grizzlies. They're currently up by like thirty something. We're praying that they hold that lead. I pray because I, 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 part of me is have come to grips with them losing this series, but I at least would love to see it in a game seven. Yeah, like, yeah. and if they could actually pull it off <laughs> and beat these niggas, listen, <sighs> that's what I'm going for. If if the Grizzlies go to the NBA Finals, Josh, we are going. Oh yeah, we're gonna go. We're, we're gonna, gonna go. pop out. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go to the me, you, and Chris. We're going to the NBA Finals. If the Grizzlies make it to the finals, we are going to the NBA Finals. Okay. okay, okay. All right, I'm gonna do this next story real quick because we gotta we gotta oh. come. Oh, we are way off track. We way <laughs> off track. <laughs> I don't know what this episode is tonight, y'all. But y'all just y'all hang in there with us. Um. So lastly, <laughs> speaking about Drake, that is a great segue. Drake is the king of petty. So in, <laughs> Drake is the king of petty. So in a so we talked about John Moran, we just talked about there's so many tie-ins the way this this makes sense. So, so many. Um, Lethal Shooter got on social media and said, "This is crazy because he's literally done nothing." They were talking about T. Morant is approaching mm-hmm. LeVar Ball levels of annoyance. He said, "This is crazy. He's literally done nothing but be a supportive father on the sidelines, giving props to his son and all his son's opponents." Champagne Poppy, Mr. Drake, um, Audrey gets on here and says, "Imagine your son makes the lead, and he's Ja or Mello or Lonzo. All you can do." is be elated and competitive and oversupportive and it's a rice of passage to that the ogs talk stuff i know i'm gonna be this way even if my son is in a rubik's cube competition a troll mm. decided that he wanted to be funny mm-hmm. going to say comments and says at champagne poppy your son probably played with ghost writers so first of all that wasn't even funny it wasn't it was a weak jab Terrible jab. I mean, over terrible jab. Champagne Poppy took it to heart, though, mm-hmm. and said, at Sedibo YBA GNM, I just followed your girl because she's probably miserable and needs some excitement in her life. He I then followed it. it up by DMing said girl, which is also this man's wife, and says, I'm here for you, ma. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> His wife. Um, responded talking about how she loved her husband and blah 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 blah. And but she also recently posted online a very you know a nice photo and says wearing less, going out more, with an owl emoji. I loved it, Brian. I um, it. you know, and as of today, Drake still follows this woman. <laughs> he has not unfollowed her yet. Um. You know, what would you do? Um, I would think it would be hilarious. Yeah. Um, and I'd be like, Lauren, let's just 
just go get pregnant real quick and let's get this money. <laughs> let's get this money. Drake let's, let's would do have some, I believe he would have some fun. Just do these things. Let's make, let's make this money, you know. Um, but I, I think it was it was great. I like the fact that you know she played into it. Mm-hmm. I think if it was legit, I think that woman will fold pretty quickly. But who's to say um, it ain't legit? I feel like she hasn't responded because of the public. I yeah. feel like if this never hit the public, bro, and Drake literally slid in that woman's DM, oh yeah, it would be a chance she'd be getting flued out. Oh yeah, she would fold easy. One. One, you know, her, her, Drake looks better than her husband. He's got, clearly has way more money. Way more money. Um, Her husband is clearly lame because that nigga putting whack jokes and trying to troll Drake. It's like some niggas you don't troll. Like, like I would not. And you're talking about tro- this man's son. <laughs> right, so, you, so like, you know, so you hit parent level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you don't do um, that. The girl, the girl is cute. He yeah, clearly outkicked his coverage. Um. And the fact that she's playing up with the whole, you know, Drake captioning Where stuff. Going out more, you know, all that kind of it, stuff. It just, it just warms my heart. Drake is the king of petty. He's, the king, He's my spirit animal. I feel like if, you know, if things were different in life, I would be on some Drake, Drake stuff. Um, I, I love every bit of it. And it's the fact, this is, this is why um, Kanye stopped messing with Drake. Because it was just would have been... It would have been terrible, yeah. um, because Drake doesn't Drake doesn't play fair. He does not. Good old Aubrey Graham. I love Aubrey. Good old Aubrey Graham. All right. But that being said, I still didn't accept it. Brian, you kind of gave us a Josh Athletic abbreviation. We are rooting for the Grizzlies. We are. Um, I'm not gonna let them stress me out. So I'm going to go to unless the game is over by the before we finish. I don't go to bed because they make my anxiety <laughs> run up. Do you hear me? They make I, it I run it. up. So anyway, um, so y'all grab y'all drinks, y'all grab y'all cups, y'all grab everything that you need to come down into the living room and meet us for this dope conversation. Let's go. Let's do it. All right, good people. It is another week, and that means another conversation in the living room. And this week, Brian and I, um, we want to talk about something that is pretty um, pervasive among friend groups in particular. Um, Mm -hmm. So I was perusing the IG, as I typically do one day, and a friend, um, I will call her a friend of the show. Uh, If y'all remember, in December, we had Anthony Walker on the show, his wife. Uh, she and I actually went to church together. Um, she was here in Atlanta for a brief period of time back in the early 2010s or something like that. And um, mm-hmm. so we followed each other on Instagram. And she posted uh, um, a quiz, I want to say based off a meme that asked some, I can't remember the exact words, but basically it was asking Brian, what, like, how do you handle splitting the checks? Are you the person that does it split it down the middle? Are you the person that only pays for what you eat? Or are you the person that, you know, it's all these different types of options. So I was like, ooh, this is a conversation because the more I go, it seems like the more money I start to make as an adult, right, the the more varied my opinion becomes around this Uh topic, right? Um, And I've been in every probably type of scenario where uh, any type of answer could be right or wrong. Um, so I'm just going to ask it straight up to you. 
how do you handle, how do you approach specifically group dinners? Okay. And we're not talking about double dates. Uh-huh. We're talking about group dinners when there's at minimum five people. Okay. Five or uh, more. Okay. So this is, we might have to get deep into this. Okay. Because there are so many different elements to that. Um, so that's going to be predicated on what I ordered. It can be predicated with who the audience is, like who the group is. Sure. Because my level of, what's the word? My level of generosity varies depending on the group, right? So if it's me, you, Chris Moore, shout out to Chris Moore, um, and then maybe two more friends, let's say, let's throw, throw Marcus in there and let's throw your frat brother Brandon, our frat brother Brandon, right? Mm-hmm. That's a different level of generosity. Okay. Right. Uh, but if it's some other people who I really don't care about, you know, I may be like, eh, do I really want to pay this thing? You know, so it, it, a, a few things. One, if, I, if I'm feeling generous, I may pick up the check, right? Um, if we're celebrating maybe you or celebrating somebody, we may split it a certain way. Um, if Chris Moore is just taking all the shots and I just got this water and, you know, a taco. And he got, you know, what did Chris be drinking? Do say, what did Chris drink? Um, um, old fashioned. Yeah, what old is fashioned. It? Yeah, I think that's his drink. Yeah, um, mint julep. I think it's one of the things he always he drinks. Moscow Mule. Moscow sure. Mule. You know. So, but he say if he orders like five of those, and, and Chris would do the person be the person that would order like the forty dollar shot just to see what it's like. Mm-hmm. All right. So say Chris is on one of those nights or one of those days where he wants to order like five shots for himself. I'm not about to split that check evenly. Like, especially if I didn't go all the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so it really just depends on the situation. <clears throat> if everyone ordered evenly, we'll just, you know, make it easy on the waiter or waitress, right? We'll just split it up, you know, evenly. It really depends. It it really just depends on the scenario. No, I what I would do. I agree. Uh, I think you're right. It depends on the group. Mm-hmm. It depends on the scenario. Like to your point, if I'm with a friend and they're taking shots on shots on shots on shots on shots. Like let's just say if it was me. Right. And I'm drinking, like I'm buying like a bottle. For example, mm-hmm. right? I had a, a pretty a few big pieces come out. If I order, you know what? I'm gonna order some Moet bottles of Moet. Forget glasses. Mm-hmm. I got bottles. Right. And we know <laughs> at restaurants, those like that $60, $70 bottle of champagne. Right. It's three four hundred dollars a bottle, right? Ridiculously right. priced. So if I I had to order twelve hundred dollars worth of you know champagne, one or two things may happen. Like you said, oh, we're celebrating Josh. I'm gonna cover it because I'm celebrating yeah. him. But right. in my brain, mm-hmm. I've already decided I'm covering mm-hmm. it because I ordered it, right? Ooh, so right. we're um, talking about that. So yeah. in certain situations, if I'm the one going ham, and even you know, I'm probably ain't been about to order for champagne. I'm not going to do that in a restaurant. Right. But if I am <laughs> in a space where I'm like have racked up, it's easy to rack up a couple of hundred dollars worth of drinks. Okay. If I'm drinking, you know, easy. I got two, three tequilas, and then I did a round of shots for the table because we got to talk about dinner etiquette too. If you if you order the shots, you pay for the shots. Um, <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm likely going to do if it's a dinner situation, I'm going to say put all of my alcohol on mine. Mm-hmm. And you can split everything else. You know, if, if we decide to, if the agreement yeah. was we're going to split it evenly, but I right. know I've been drinking, drinking, and mm-hmm. Asher ain't drink, and, you know, Lauren ain't drink, you know, so something like that, or y'all just had one right. moderate, modest margarita, I'd be like, All right, give me my liquor, and everything mm-hmm. else you can split among the group. I, but, right. but that takes a certain level of maturity. Um, right. One thing I will say, every dinner I go to or lunch I go to, 
um, in big groups, I always expect to pay for me or me and my wife or me right. and my kids. Right? right. That is my biggest expectation. So regardless of what we decide, I, I already know if all four of my, if all four of us go out, I'm expecting to spend anywhere between, at, at minimum 80 bucks. Yeah, based on the type of restaurants we go to, right? Yep. Me and my boys, me and my wife and my two boys, at minimum eighty bucks. Um, so I'm ex- I'm I'm I already got at least a hundred dollars spent in my brain. Um, right. When it's just me and Asher, I already got at least about seventy some dollars split in my brain because Asher right. don't eat as much as I do. So I know about seventy bucks can get us, depending on the restaurant, right? Can right. get us two meals. If it's just me. I'm at least got fifty dollars in my brain at minimum. This is not a budget. I just kind of right. know where my, you know, where it's gonna be, give or take drinks, you know, dessert, whatever I decide. But when you start, like to your point, I think we gotta. I'm not the friend who's gonna penny pinch mm-hmm. because when it comes around the table and I do my calculation, you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna add. I'm gonna make sure I add in tip. I'm gonna make sure I add in tax. Right. I'm probably gonna add maybe three or four dollars just for that because somebody ain't gonna add somebody. tip. Somebody gonna look at that and say, I spent $8.99 and that's all they gonna Venmo. Or that's all or in these new restaurants, they all they're gonna tell the waitress to charge on my card is the $8.99. Right. But I'ma always I always add like an extra five dollars to when we split it, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. different ways because I just know. Cause I've been in a situation where everything went on my card mm-hmm. and you know and the bill, let's say, was $755, and I ended right. up getting $748. Now, $15 ain't no lot of money, but it's like a few of y'all clearly didn't pay taxes and didn't tip because there was gratuity in there. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think it's situational. I agree with that. And before we go any further, let's deal with this tipping thing. Yeah. Now, okay. You rat bastard stingy <laughs> niggas. <laughs> Not who rat bastard. Don't, don't tip your waiters and waitresses. Like, like I've seen people leave two dollar tips and not and not care what the size of the bill was. I've seen some people not leave a tip at all. I've like seen that, that is absolutely and 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 I'm not I'm not pocket checking nobody, right? But if you can't afford to go to a restaurant and pay the tip, right? And I don't care how bad the service is. That's not we're not talking about that debate in that, right? But if you can't leave, I think what the minimum was like 15, 18, or it's 18, 20, 15. 20 is that. Fifteen is the minimum. Yeah, eighteen. I usually do about twenty. You know, twenty. Uh, but if you go into these restaurants and knowing that these folks have mouths to feed, even even if it's themselves, and you leaving two dollars, three dollars tip, and you're not tipping these folks, you are absolutely trifling. Like, let's let's do better. Yeah, I've literally seen it, and I had to do situations where I've seen somebody not leave a tip, and I'm like, dang, now I got to leave an extra tip. Because you trifling and you don't want to leave a tip for this person that worked hard in the state. And you know black people. We will sit at that table for an hour, two hours, three hours, keep, keep, keep ordering he and Han, keep ordering drinks, Asking right? For extra ranch. Oh, 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 all all the stuff. Not knowing and then they consider the fact of like that if we would have got there, ate our food and left, they would have had another table, which mm-hmm. means they would have got more tips. So not even factoring in the fact of like Leaving a tip is, is extremely important. So I'm a tipper, so I just had to throw that in there real quick because it bothers me, and we got to do better. Those that don't tip, just don't go out to eat. Just don't do it. It's just no. It's I not agree. Cool. Now, the only thing I will say, if I see somebody who didn't tip, I ain't leave no extra tip because oh, I feel right. like I because I, I tip, I think very generously anyway. Right, right. So mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm sorry to that man or that woman that my friend was <laughs> trifling, but you're gonna get what you're gonna get out of me and be right. done. You know. um, but yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree that you should be tipping. You should be tipping well. Um, mm-hmm. 
I think at minimum 15%. Now, when I do bad service, I still leave a tip, but it might, I might not hit, you might not get the, the minimum 15% threshold oh, yeah. out of me. Like you, right. that may be one where I throw in $5 just so I won't be a butthole, but you're getting right. this $5 on this $90 meal because you were terrible. But, <laughs> but I can't, but you know, in good conscience, I can't leave nothing, but mm-hmm. I, let this be a sign that you were terrible. Right. <laughs> and it's not me being trifling. You were terrible. <laughs> Right. But I'm gonna give There's you some. I'm gonna give you some. Right. But mm-hmm. let this be a sign, love, that you were terrible. Um yes. but yes, outside of tipping, you know what I'm saying? I, I guess what is but so even though it's situational, what is your preference going into group dinners? Uh my preference is to just split it evenly. Okay. Like not not to do the calculations. Like and, and I think with most so cases. Split it even, the, so if it's six people, it's just right. if it's a hundred dollars, it's split six different ways. Let's just split it. Let's just make it easy. Um, because the thing is, I'm gonna order. I'm gonna order. Mm-hmm. I like. I don't go to restaurants and think like, oh, you know, I'm gonna order. What I'm going to order. Yeah. Like it at is this what stage it is. of my life, I'm gonna get what I want to get. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get what I'm gonna get. Cause the thing is, like you said earlier, when I go to the restaurant, I'm expecting me to pay for my own food. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting that, so I'm gonna order what I want to order, right? Um, and I'm 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 good enough to where I can. If people was like. Get your own tip. Get your own ticket. I'm fine. If they like we split it, I'm fine too. Um, my issue again. My issue just be really if it's somebody who's, is going crazy. Yeah. And and you ordering like you know a tomahawk steak, which is one hundred twenty five dollars depending on what steakhouse you go to. And I ordered a regular steak. You know, I'd be like, okay, that's a little different because now that that average is is a little weird. Um, but for the most part, like I'm just like, let's just split it and call it a day. Yeah, and that's and I think that's the. I think that's the one caveat because I wouldn't mind splitting the check evenly among all the people either. But to your point, if if everybody's getting, I don't know, a T-bone, let's keep it in steakhouses. Right. Right. And you get the surf and the turf and the appetizer <laughs> and a dessert and right. the post-dinner tea. It's like, all right, nigga. You know what I'm saying, but but you know what I'm saying. But if we all got appetizers, or right. we all got a dessert, you know what I'm saying. We right. all, you know what I'm saying. Or like to your point, everybody got the strawberry lemonade, <laughs> or the mm-hmm. house made lemonade, or the sprite. Everybody right. got a glass of wine, and here you are with cocktail after cocktail, and these things is fifteen, sixteen dollars a pop. You know what I'm saying? Like it's at right. that point where it's like we could still split it evenly, but there is a clear unbalance here, imbalance here, <laughs> like a clear imbalance here, and you know, so unless right, I think. To me, the way that becomes fair is that if we're a recurring group of friends, then it's like Brian gets at this chick, mm-hmm. Josh gets at the next chick, right? Chris gets at the next chick, right? Mark, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it would be one of those things. Then, well, I don't care if you ball out because you're gonna ball yeah. out regardless, right? Yeah. Well, somebody gonna so, but we're all taking turns paying for your ball out. And at some point, I'm gonna I'm gonna mm-hmm. bring your hand paws to the side and be like, listen, <laughs> now. I get it that you grown, mm-hmm. you do what you want to do, but it is a little. You need to, you need C O U T H because you can't spell it either. Is what Nikki said. You need some coof, <laughs> okay? And the, your lack of coof tells me that you, your mama didn't raise you a certain right. type of way because you wouldn't be doing this in a group setting, understanding. Mm-mm. And I don't care how rich you are. I think for me, it is less about the money and right. more about the principle at that point. Right. Um. Unless I just, unless I just openly say, get whatever you want. It's all on me. But if you're just balling out mm-hmm. and everybody else is being modest, not because they're trying to save money, but just because just 
what the dinner's not, calling for. Yeah. What are you going through that you don't even have the decency to say, just give me, like I said at the beginning, give me my drinks. Mm-hmm. Everything else we good on. You know what I'm saying? I right, think right. that's when it gets, that's when people get jaded and say, I had two tacos, mm-hmm. a Sprite, and a side salad. My bill is seventeen ninety six. Right, separate checks. <laughs> separate checks. Nah. Or I'm a venue. I'm a Venmo. You might. You know what I'm saying? Or cash mm-hmm. app. You mind? Um, which I don't really like cash app. Zell me because it hits my account immediately. It um, does. But yeah. So like, I think it is situational. But I also think we have people who grew up differently, have different perspectives, and the way they navigate group lunches and dinners are different. Let me ask you this, Brian. Have you ever been in a scenario whether you got taken advantage of because of your generosity or because of what someone thought you had or just their inability to to pay for it, but they didn't tell you to the last minute? Uh, All of the above. (laughs) Um, For some reason... Okay. Like people think I just got money. Well, Brian, you do got money. I no. It's no. You and I do the same thing, Josh. We we are we not the same thing in terms of career, but we we live the same lifestyle. No. Yeah. No. Me, me, you and Chris live the same lifestyle. <laughs> let's same lifestyle. Let's 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 not play these games. <laughs> we all live the same lifestyle. Um but so first you know, so people think like, oh, oh, Brian got it. Or like you know, being taken advantage of. And then one situation when this was a while back and to your point or to your question regarding like being in a situation where like you go to lunch or dinner and somebody didn't have, and they like asking you to cover it. So yeah, let's just talk about that story. I remember mm-hmm. there was a time, right? So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to use names to protect the innocent. Okay. Right. But uh, it was young. We were younger, and I had just met. I had a friend, right? Mm-hmm. And I had just met another potential. Ended up being a long term friend who I might end up doing a podcast with at some point in life. Oh, this right? sounds like this was about fifteen years ago in two thousand seven. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, in right. Bucket, um, Atlanta. Well, go ahead. <laughs> I think we went to Houston's too. So um, the one on Peachtree, right? So the mutual friend was like, By the "Hey, old Justin's Diddy's old restaurant." Uh huh. So I want to take out this person who ended up being my lifetime long friend, best friend we did a podcast with. Right. I'm not mentioning any names. Right. Mm-hmm. Since so I want to take this, I want to take this friend out to, to for his birthday. Mm-hmm. Right. His birthday is in September. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. So I'm like, bet. Let's go. Let's go out to eat. You know. Um. There was no indication that I was going to be involved anyway. <laughs> Food is ordered. Food is ordered. I get a text message saying, "Hey, um." Can you help me cover this young man who I don't know as a friend at the time, but ended up being a longtime friend a text we friends under the table? Under the table saying, like, hey, can you help me cover this person's birthday dinner? Which I, not me personally, but the person who's texting me, set up and invited this person to, and then in, in turn asked me to help sponsor said dinner. Mm-hmm. At the last minute, mm-hmm. under the table, mm-hmm. so it has happened. So what how did you? that make you feel? I want I want to dig into that. <sighs> to what me, you, what, was going, was, what was going on in your so, brain? How did you so respond? Few, so so uh, I responded by saying, "Yeah, I, I had it. I had it. Um, so I did it." Um, 
luckily the person that asked me, we were cool. We were cool. We, we, I guess we're cool to this day. So not, you know, no shade to that person. But to me, there were a few things running in my mind. Okay. One was, what if I did not have it? Very valid point. Uh, but let me put the one that's probably before that, the cart before the horse. So one was, this was your idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You offered this young man who went to Morehouse College, started in 2017, 2007, and graduated in 2011, I want to say, uh, that I'm just meeting. Well, I met, but we weren't really close friends. You invited and said, hey, I, I want to take this young man uh, out to, to lunch for his birthday. It's on me. It's my tree. So my, my expectation is, oh, bet, I'm just coming to fellowship and enjoy this time. Sure. Right? Um, but at that moment, you're like, oh, can you help me? So one is, if if this was something you set up, you should have been able to cover this. If not, you knew that you wouldn't be able to cover it, so you should have just asked me at the beginning, right? Two okay. is, what if I did not have it? We would have been in a world of trouble. We would have been in a world of trouble because I didn't have it. And then I probably would have had to ask my girlfriend, who's not my wife at the time, and then that would have been the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and we ain't about to be washing no dishes at Houston. Houston's, I'm not about to wash no dishes. Uh, so it would be, it was a tough situation. And then the other thing was really just the, like we could have done something else. We could have postponed it. We could have just not done that. We could have, it could have been so many other options than saying like, hey, I want to treat you to lunch and then not having the resources to do such. That was just a lot. I, I It was just, yeah. Two things. Check your phone. Okay. <laughs> okay. Which is, you know, so appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. And you actually literally sent me the picture from that day. <laughs> <laughs> the level of pettiness. <laughs> you sent me the picture from that day. Look at us looking all young. Look at me looking like I sing with GA. With, with Try Trivia and Greater Annoyance. I know. Look at me with a... A stone necklace, a, a polo, and a t-shirt on top. Listen, and the, the I got I got how big these jeans are. <laughs> huge. These jeans are so follow me to the glory. These jeans are and why is the woman of God biting my hand biting <laughs> the other man of God's hand? We've, well, we've come a we've come a long way. We've guys. come a long way. Wait a minute, because that's not the end. I think it gets better. Oh, but, you sending me something else. I remember. <laughs> I'm sorry, my daughter's sleeping. <laughs> this is funny. We posed in the parking lot taking these pictures. We we did. We had man. We have some moments. We had some great. We had a great time, man. We have, we've had. Uh, let me say this. And this is not a part of this. I'm so grateful for our friendship, our brotherhood, on yes. so many levels, man. Uh, and so imagine, like, I'm grateful for the time that we met. I think we met in Detroit, right? We met in Detroit officially. Officially, in Detroit. Yeah, you and Chris uh, decided, from what I understand, that you did you weren't going to like me when you first met me in Detroit. No, I was going to like you. <laughs> I, Chris wasn't going to like you because I was like, because you were telling me you were going to go to greater community, and I was mm-hmm. like, you want to go there? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, this is it was. I said, so I said come on, <laughs> and I said so. I said come on. I said come on to the cathedral. That monkey Chris ain't like you. And then here goes this queen. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and they was brothers. Air mm. quotes. Yeah, because just ooh, such a side note, because my home pastor, he he was very familiar with Bishop Owens. 
Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, when you he's like, I need, I want you to go there. I, you know, I trust his preaching, blah, blah. I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay, whatever. And <laughs> so when I met y'all, mm-hmm. I didn't really know this mutual friend. We served on the same board, but I didn't really mm-hmm. F with them like that right. from that level yeah. to be personal. Right. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take you under my wing. I was like, you're going to take me under your wing. Uh, right. But it would be cool to kind of know somebody in the city. And I remember that conversation. He was like, you got to try Cathedral. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. And I'm glad I did. Um, if Cathedral is what it was now and Greater Community was what it was now then, I would have oh. been at Greater. <laughs> but <laughs> we, we all would have been there. But, but yeah. Um, yeah, man. Great. I remember that day. And I've been, thankfully, I think your friend, who mm-hmm. you didn't know then but are really close with now, all this was unbeknownst to him at the time. Isn't that wild? That friend was just there to enjoy dinner. En- I remember that friend lunch. ordering enjoy girl enjoy the lunch. That's exactly <laughs> what he was doing. I remember that friend ordering, you know, the Hawaiian ribeye, his favorite menu item at down to the Houston's. Really? <laughs> yeah, with a loaded baked potato, no sour cream, and a key lime pie. I got it all, and they homemade lemonade. <laughs> well, lime, excuse me, gonna have a really great lime in Houston. Oh no, I've been to Houston. I haven't been to Houston. I, I haven't been to Houston. Literally. Last time I went was one Father's Day. Ooh, maybe Jaden is eight. So maybe almost five or six years ago. Last time I went to Houston's. Um, mm. It was when I forgot my first Apple Watch. I never forget it because Ashley got me one for Father's Day. Um, I feel like on Houston's now. I might have to go to Houston's again because I ain't going to hold you. Houston's is commercial, but that is a decent steakhouse. It is a quality steak still. Um, and at the time, it was my all-time favorite restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that friend's all-time favorite restaurant. <laughs> it was that person. Listen, I'm with the one who didn't have the money. Hell, uh, <laughs> right? Listen, you was the one to get taken. I was, so I, it, I was. I was the one that was. I was. I was the subject of the the advantage taken of. <laughs> right. Um, right. So, so those that weren't following or following, basically, it was a mutual friend mm-hmm. invited Josh out to lunch. Josh and I weren't really like. Closely at that moment, no, mutual I had no friend for like six weeks. Yeah, the mutual <laughs> friend was like, Hey, Josh, I want to take you to lunch. They ended up asking me if I can help sponsor said lunch, and I was like, Well, you know, I did it because I had it, but it was the fact of like, but it was more of a know. favor to that friend versus it was a favor to me at the time right. because right. you didn't want your friend to look crazy, right? Um, well, and if it was today, you know, Josh can have little, yeah. And what's crazy was yeah. my childhood best friend at the time was in town for my birthday, yeah. Um, I had my own money. So, it, like, there were, like, even though it would have been embarrassing, there were so many opportunities mm-hmm. where honesty could have prevented all of that. Especially yeah. putting the burden on you who didn't, right. who was not as close to me as, you know, he allegedly was. Because I had really only right. known him for six weeks, too, if we're going to keep it a book. Yeah. I was just more familiar with him because we had served on this particular board together yeah um so that was a that was just like a more longevity in us being familiar with each other but actually knowing right. each other mm-hmm. yeah by five six weeks. we just hung out more because he you know just let me wash clothes at his house he used to pick me up for church before i started getting into the green goblin with brian <laughs> the and, green um, goblin the smoky smoky <laughs> the smoky car <laughs> i feel like i got i listen if they ever tell me i have any type of 
long anything besides asthma. I'm taking Listen, it back to 0708. You gonna, you gonna sue me? I'm gonna sue you for that grand damn Reverend. You, <laughs> I was inhaling all kind of fumes and then eating turkey chicken right behind it. That wasn't, Listen, that wasn't healthy you, about that. You was eating turkey chicken, you had two piece slaw, Potatoes. sprite. And some taters. It's <laughs> so good. <laughs> that church was good for that church. Anyway, um, but yeah, I've been in a situation too before. I've been in a situation where it was similar but different. So I've gone to a restaurant and a friend has um literally texted me under the table and said, Hey, I don't think I have enough money to cover my food. And here's my beef with that. <sighs> One, I know we all get into situations where Things are tight. We get invited spaces, and we end up going anyway, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes we put in our mind, you know what? I'm going to get the salad, or I'm going to get the chicken tenders, or the burger. The soup. You know, something. And then sometimes it's restaurants where it don't matter. The burger is $20. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. so it, it really don't matter. Because, like, again, let's use Houston, for example. I don't go to steak restaurants to eat hamburgers. That's just not what no. I do. No. However, steakhouses typically have really great hamburgers because they're using a certain type of beef and whatever mm. on the flip side of that because it is this all angus premium certified you know 98 percent lean meat that is a 20 25 burger right? right i'm talking about and not no huge mundo burger of standard size hamburger it's a really right. good hamburger but it's a hamburger right fancy hamburger so regardless so sometimes the restaurant doesn't even matter but most times right if you know you in a little pickle, I've been in pickles before. I haven't always been blessed to be in the financial situation I'm in now. Right. You know, me and Ash have gone to the black. You know what? We're going to get that 225. Okay. Uh, hello. And we, we might not want nothing on the 225 menu, but we're going to find the most appetizer things on there. <laughs> and hello. we're going to get it because we can both eat for $25. But what has, what has taken me under is the friend who understands their financial situation, comes mm-hmm. anyway, orders, right. orders a... A regular priced item. I'm gonna say it that way. Right, right. And then texts me and says, tells me about the situation. So first of all, mm. you made the decision to come. Let's start well, there. Number one. Number one. Knowing mm. the type of restaurant. So this ain't no Fridays. This ain't Applebee's. I don't eat that food. You know what I'm saying? But not any restaurant that have like the two for whatever special. Right. Not a casual yeah, restaurant. It's not. A, it's not olive garbage. You can get like the 9.99. Create your own pasta. None of that. Mm-mm. Right, everything on this menu is at minimum twenty bucks, Ugh, minimum, okay. which ain't expensive. But in the grand Mm-mm. scheme of things, it's yeah, problematic when you ain't got no money. Right, minimum. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. And yeah, we talking about kids' meals. That's twelve, fifteen dollars. Right. Yeah. So, so that's the thing. So you order, you got a drink. You didn't get water. You got a whole soda. You got all the things. Um, and then you come texting me saying, "I'm not gonna be able to do A, B, and C. Can you cover?" Me covering you ain't the issue. It is mm-hmm. all the lack of thought and lack of consideration for my financial situation. Yep. In it. Because to your point, people see old Josh Rogers and think, oh, Josh Rogers got money. Josh you Rogers do. likes nice things. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Rogers presents himself in a, in, a, in, a, in a very specific way. And I don't know why people like to think that I'm rich. Um, you are. And all these kind of things. My kids <laughs> even think so. And they got me messed up, too. <laughs> Um, but for some reason, they, be, they they like to think these things. I work hard for what I have. Mm-hmm. I enjoy <laughs> what I have. <laughs> but there have been moments in my life where I ain't had it. And that's moments that, like, because being broke is relative, right? So you oh, don't yeah. know where I am. Because right. my grandmother taught me um, 
that her, when she has anything less than $500 in her account, she said she was broke. Mm-hmm. Her checking account. That was just how she oh, yeah. lived her life, right? Um, now, that didn't mean that she wouldn't go under 500 She just knew, I gotta, I can't do too much more, right? right? So, you don't know, even if that's my limit, you may say, well, $500 is a lot of money to last you. But to me, it's like, no, it's not. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you don't know what, how my life is set up to where a big bill will come out and wipe that $500 out until right. the next whatever, whatever. So, anyway, I think it was the lack of consideration. So, and then what's even more inconsiderate is that mm-hmm. you didn't even give me the opportunity to say, I got you, but bro, make sure you stay at that $20 mark. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, you didn't got a $40, you know what I'm saying, porterhouse. Ooh. You didn't add it a salad. But then you didn't change out the no the salad came with it, but you didn't from a you changed from a house to a season. That's a two ninety nine upcharge. You added steak to it, so now that's a five ninety nine upcharge. <gasps> you know what I'm saying? Like you, like you keep doing things because you're preparing. That is out of order. You're preparing this meal, and then you've done you've ordered all this, and then you got like a strawberry lemonade, specialty lemonades that's not refillable. You got like three of them, so that's like four dollars. That's like twelve dollars worth of drinks. You know what I'm saying? And then, so you didn't literally racked up almost $70 worth of food alone. And you're not, and you're not even saying, Josh, I got 20, I got 30. You're asking me to cover it. And yeah, when that text message came through after I realized what that person ordered, I left that text message on red. I left it right there on red. <laughs> now I ended up picking it up, mm-hmm. but I let, I made sure that they did not enjoy. I wanted to see them sit there and suffer all mm-hmm. dinner long, and I did. <laughs> and they brought me so much joy. To that meal probably sweat. did not taste good at all. Then, yeah, he <laughs> going through to see you sweat. And at the end, I was like, I got. It. I didn't even tell him I got it. I told when the waiter came, I said, "You can give me his ticket." And the look of relief. But when I tell you, <laughs> I Nene leaks dragged that nigga. Through the parking lot, deserved and, and made him give me my money back. <laughs> give me my money back. I'm like, you gonna give me my seventy some dollars back? Because and it wasn't so much because I needed it. It was how you did it. Oh, the principal, right? And it's we're principal. and we are really good friends to where you could have been. You should have just been able to ask me on Easy. the way there. Like you know, we was both coming. So many opportunities. Text me and be like, hey, call me on the car. Josh, have you made it yet? No, I ain't made it yet. What's up, bro? Uh, listen. And I would have told you, I bet. Um, Keep it under that. Right. Order what you want. Don't go crazy. Because that's probably what I said. Order what you want, but don't go crazy. And if I see you ordering the porterhouse, I would have. Then you would have been embarrassed. I'd be like, uh-uh. <laughs> that ain't what you want. I said, don't go crazy. That's crazy. Right? Or if you saw you, if I saw you getting two or three, you know, refills, I'd be like, uh-uh. Uh-uh, water. Water, neck. He'll enjoy water with lemon. Exactly. You better put that old strawberry from that last one in there and, and, and make it enough. Ain't that what, Listen, ain't that what Smokey Mama said? Make I, it enough. She said, make it enough. So, so I... <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, I've been in that situation where I've been... Because I, I feel like I was taken advantage of it because people thought, you know, because I have, yeah. you know, a little success that Josh just got it. And even if I did have it, that doesn't mean that I want to be taken advantage of in that way. Res- right. Like, respect me enough as your friend to be considered. Now, if I told you, hey, bro, whatever. I, I got you, bro. Give whatever you want. That's whatever. But unless I give you those words, be considerate. 
I'm not telling you mm-hmm. to get the burger or the chicken tenders, but I'm also not right. saying get the filet mignon, right? Yeah. I'm just I'm just saying because and if you see me ordering the rasta pasta, then nigga, look at how much that costs and find something similar. Similar yes. or below. Right. And and to that <laughs> even to that point, it's kind of like read the room, like if if order what you would order if you were paying for it at that moment. Yes. If you right. let's say you had a little extra money. But it wasn't a whole lot. What would you order tonight? Right. And if I'm if I'm paying your bill, don't order something that costs more than what I'm ordering. That's bad etiquette. Etiquette. That's terrible etiquette. That like is if if, etiquette. if I like you said, if you see you or you order Ross Pass, Ross Pass say was thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. My base meal meal should not be fifty dollars or anything above what you order. So if you order pasta, I'm gonna order something similar to that. I see that. Blah blah. I'm a I'm a wait till you order, Josh. And I'm gonna look at that. And be like, all right, blah, blah, blah. She ordered that starter. I'm gonna actually. What I would do? I'm gonna order either matching what you ordered or less than. Mm-hmm. Me too. And don't order a dessert unless I order one. Mm-mm. Like you, should, what, you should literally need to be following the lead unless unless that person gives you the green light and says, "Give whatever you want, bro. It's on you." Right. Right. Then you need to be following the lead of the person who you're asking for. Because at this point, I ain't offered a darn thing. But the fact that, like, again, like you think we said earlier that that there were so many chances, like, some chance on the way there. Hey, man, I'm a little tight right now. As soon as we sat down, as we're walking to it, pull me to the side, like, there was chance after chance. Yeah, there is because you get there, and this is Atlanta, so there's gonna be a wait. Even if you got a reservation, you're gonna wait at least 10 minutes while they finish preparing their table, right? (laughs) So that's the time. Um, could have sat next to somebody and be like, hey, you know, again, before when you sat down, hey, you know, I, I, they said they ordered their food already, then they asked. Yeah, they finished ordering. And then, <sighs> and mm, I think yeah, that was, that, to that was, me, little, that that was, was the shady. That was wet. Mm-hmm. That was wet. I would have pref- preferred to you to been like, even if, let's just, let's just assume you, you didn't know what the right time was. I would prefer to you have been like, you know what? You can you come back to me? And there's there's, there's the waiter or waitress circling the table. Mm-hmm. You shoot me a quick text. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you a response by then, right? Maybe depending on how petty I feel, because I might <laughs> sit there and wait. Mm-hmm. And then when they get back, you'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> um. But even in that moment, I need you to understand etiquette still, right? So let's talk about etiquette real quick before we wrap up the conversation. Um, And this new world of going out and like we kind of talking about it in like a a context of like dinner. But if you're out, okay, fret. Let's put it Mm. in this case. We're out at a at a a lounge and we get. I'm 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 if I'm with let's say I'm with your LBs, so I'm the oldest at the table. Okay, right. I order around the shots. Who paying for them shots? Take if you order. Take 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 all. Take deference out. Take deference out. Uh, you you you're paying for because you ordered it. If I ordered a hookah, who paying for it? That's a new one. You because you because we all you ordered it. Ooh, I would feel inclined to to pay for that because or to at least chip in because we all smoked it. But if you ordered it, I can see I can see the onus being on. I will volunteer because I, I smoked it, but I can see the onus on if since you ordered it technically. I agree. On. I feel when mm-hmm. I and the reason why I made that caveat was because I feel like 
people look at who can their way, but it's almost like everybody took a shot. Yeah. And if it's on me, so if I actually say I want a hookah, but bring out five tips, then right. it's on me. Now I appreciate if you did it, but but and this would be different if I would have said, "Hey y'all, do we want to get a hookah?" Oh, that. And then if if, every, if everybody said yes, I'd be like, "All right, y'all, it's forty bucks. I'm gonna order it. Y'all just send me, you know, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna lay it out that way because I know. Right. But if I do, but the shots is. In my brain, I order them; they're mine. But if I do shots of so many people, y'all getting bottom shelf anyway. I'm not doing <laughs> 15 shots of Casamigos right. or Don Julio, right? Um, right? Let's talk about etiquette some more. Okay. If you order in shots for the group, yep, then it's somebody else's responsibility to be like, oh, well, since Josh ordered me a shot, I'm going to pay it back and I'm going to order him a shot at some point. So I'm going to order around too because you yes. took care of me. So at some point, honestly, if it's about seven people we should be taking about seven shots. At some point. And, and, and if it's not that type of night, it's kind of ingrained in the sense of um, the next time we're all out, I'm not mm-hmm. even, it's, it's, I'm not going to sit back because I'm waiting for somebody to cover me, but it's kind of, part of me low-key expects Brian, like Brian going to get this round. Yeah. Because last time, I, you know, I took care of everybody. Right, uh, and and that's and, and it's kind of unspoken. So I've been in frat situations to where you know it might not have been shots, but especially if you're in a crowded space and mm-hmm. you know you finally get the bartender, you be like, "What you want? What you want? What you want?" And you just get it. But when we get to the next place, I'm the same way. I'm walking like, hey, "What you want?" And you know what I'm saying. So it's kind of yeah. like, so it's not like I'm doing it because you did it. It is just it's kind of this built-in system, and it's not just among frat, but among friends as well. Like even me and one of my closest friends, Johnny. We go to the same gym. There have been plenty of times afterwards. I go, we go to the the, the little health bar next door. I'd be like, "Bro, you want a smoothie?" And I just get mm-hmm. it because yeah. it's just it's. I'm not even thinking about it. And it's been plenty of times he's done the same for me, right? And right. it's and it's not like a, I'm gonna do this for you, you do this for me. It's kind of like it's just kind of what it is. It's reciprocation, right. it's friendship, but we also understand I can do this for you because I know you got me later. And right. I know you're gonna have my I know you're not gonna take advantage of me, right? right. Um, but it's those people, shout out to the people that you took care of for years, we remain them nameless too, who start <laughs> depending on you to do like they know, yeah, they'd be like, Hey, you wanna go to the smoothie shop? And I'd be like, Yeah, and I go order my smoothie to pay for it and walk away. <laughs> yeah. And now you looking dumb, and I'm like, I thought you wanted a smoothie. Oh, I'm yeah. good. <laughs> and and, th- and that is what gets bothersome. We could probably have a whole episode about leeches, right? My God, people that don't carry their own weight, and they and now it's a certain level of dependency where they just assume that you're gonna do it out of the kindness of your heart because you've been doing it so long. Because I think I'm a type of person. I think you're a type of person too. Is we like, man, like money's not like a thing where it's like we just tripping about it. Yeah. It's like I'm o- I'm ordering this food. Do you want something? Yes. Like, it will, it will take too much work for us to try to pull out all these cards. I got it, right? And, and then, but it's happening in a lot of cases is you got it, you got it, you got it, you got it. And all of a sudden, you're realizing like, oh. Yeah. I'm always getting it. Always getting it. Nobody's ever getting it from this me. this person is never getting it from me. And that's when you got to kind of be like, all right. Yep. Bet. You know what I'm saying? Um, but even within that, I've, I've kind of, I've, now I'm a little more conscious of that. I would I'm going to support those who I'm close to. So like again, you and Chris, of course, at any point. Some people like Johnny, like I trust Johnny, 
right? And me and Johnny don't have the same relationship you are, but I trust that I trust that I know Johnny would, if we're in a situation, be like, all right, I'll pay for it. Mm-hmm. And we're not even really that close. We we cool, but I can see Johnny being like, you know what, Brian's cool. I'll, I'm gonna take care of this. Mm-hmm. So, so I would, I'm I'm a type of person. If I see somebody I can trust that I feel like they're generous, I would be generous to them, even if yeah, like, we're not like sure. best of friends. Bro, it happened with me and Brandon and our LBs went up to Nashville for our capiversary. We met up with some Nashville noobs, and two, three of them I met that day. Mm-hmm. And it was the same thing. It was love. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's because this, it was just kind of, and maybe it's, I think that was more so on the bond, but even in that, it could have been on some, nope, I don't know this nigga. I'm buying right. my drink. I'm buying this, mm-hmm. you know, or this type of thing. But it was just kind of, it was understood. So right. anyway, needless to say, we're telling all of you, girl, enjoy the enjoy lunch. lunch. Don't come enjoy to the lunch. table being so caught up um, with how much everything costs. Um, what I will say is, Make sure y'all have that understanding before you get there. If you Listen. have the shady friend, um, you know, or not, 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 not the shady friend. If you have the friend who doesn't, um, what was I about to say? Who doesn't like doesn't to pay or hold their weight? You know what I'm saying? Make sure you establish that up front. Um, but don't let that. And I guess what me and Brian are trying to say: we're going to cookout season. We're going into you know heavy brunching season. We're going into heavy right. you know birthdays are always coming around. But when these times come, don't let the check be the end of a good night, right? Or a good day. Mm-hmm. So anything else you want to add, bro? Nah, don't let that check become an in between a friendship. Yeah, uh, it is what it is. Talk those things out. Make it is make it do what it do, um, and it'll all work itself out. It will. It will. I just I do want to play. Um, this one video from Mr. Cody Rigsby, who inspired, okay, you know, um, the whole title and all the things, right? So let me, let me, let me, let me, let me cue my guy up real quick. (laughs) Hmm. I'm gonna tell you a story. Don't expect much here, so it's very surface level. Yesterday, I put on my Instagram story a comparison, a competition of breads from restaurants. The competitors were Olive Garden breadsticks, okay? Outback loaf, Texas Roadhouse buns, Ooh, yes, and a Texas Roadhouse. Biscuit I don't know that this is the one. Red Lobster. Now, there's only four options. I'm going to go with the Cheddar Bay Biscuit. Delicious. Oh, my God. Mouth-watering, if you will. Just so y'all know, also, you can buy the Cheddar Bay Biscuit mix and stick. <laughs> I'm not wrong. What is he talking about? Outback Steakhouse. Strong second place biscuit. What's wrong with you? Okay, just get one. You only need one. And my TED Talk today. Okay. I don't like Cheesecake Factory. You don't know what to look. <laughs> what you is he talking about? have many options on the menu, foods. My Huh? And the Outback and the Olive Also, people are like giving all these other options. I didn't ask for all these options. I didn't ask about your trip to Anyway, Cody Rigsby told us, hey, girl, enjoy the lunch. I can't find the active video. I thought that was it. It didn't come up. Ignore all of that. We wasted 15 to 20 seconds of your time. Right. Ready to go get us some, some black man self-care. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's go. Woosa. 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 All right. We are here at Black Man Self-Care where we talk about the things we're doing to protect or take care of our black bodies. And I think this is the clip you're looking for, Josh. Okay. If it wants to load. And we didn't invite our 
Yes. Trying to split the bill by the penny. <laughs> oh, well, I only had a water, so I'm only going to... Girl, enjoy the lunch. Enjoy the drinks. Saddle down. Resistance 4045. <laughs> care about him we love him protect we him do. at all costs. protect cody some white people we really rock with cody's one of mm-hmm. them um he's one of them can i jump into my black man self-care with that go for it go for i it. just want to say that that's what i'm gonna be doing i'm gonna be like the summer's here and i'm gonna be running up the bills and you know me and Asher are still yes. we, we told y'all about you know we found a house and building a house but you know we've saved quite a bit of money mm. so some of the money that i earned this summer you know, I'm putting still significant amount into savings because, you know, we just want to be prepared for furniture and whatever, whatever, whatever that comes our way. But I'm running up the bills, Brian Steele. I'm enjoying myself. Run it up. I'm running it, it up. You deserve I'm, it. You know, I'm, I'm celebrating. Um, when we go to L.A., I don't even know what the budget is. <laughs> Hello. I don't even know what the budget is. So that's my black man self-care. Maybe not for this weekend, but for the summer. We're just running it up. We're going to live. We're going to live life in abundance. Yeah. What did and Jesus say? Thing. I came that you might have life. <laughs> and that more abundantly. And I'm gonna lean into that. Lean into it. I'm gonna lean into that. Brian. <laughs> yes. Uh I, I'm gonna lean into that too is the fact of I'm 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 about to go on Delta.com in the next day or so and be buying these plane tickets. Um I already got some trips planned, got the trip to LA planned, got the trip to Philly planned, um, and some other places in between. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited about it. So that's what I'm gonna be doing. All right. Yep. Well, do we have a letter in the P.O. box? Uh, let's see. All right. So we have. Okay. So hold on. We have an update and a letter. All right. All right, you ready? Let's go on over there, DM. All right, let's go. All right, good people, we have arrived at one of my favorite segments, that is the post office box. If you are new to the show and you're still listening, this is the this is the opportunity for you to write into the show and you can tell us what's going on in your life, ask us your advice, uh, possibly get your letter uh, read aloud on the show just by simply writing in to ask the jigsaw at gmail.com. That is ASK, the jigsaw at gmail.com. And we will possibly read your letter out loud. What we will for sure do is give you a pseudonym because we respect your pronouns and your identity. Yeah. And we're going to give you the best non-professional therapeutic advice that you can get on Cicely Tyson's internet. So Brian, with that being yes. said, understood and accepted, who do we have this week in terms of update and letter? And what do all of these folk want? Okay, so update is I don't remember the person's name that we used the pseudonym that we used, um, but it basically was the guy that got caught. Did we say William did? William did. I think it was William. Okay, did. it was William. Okay. okay, all right. So William. So William wrote back, <laughs> little Willie, um, or Big Willie. I don't know. We don't know. We don't Neither know. Neither do I care. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so Willie said, 
Uh, he said, so I also learned that my homie listens to the podcast. Oh, that's how we ended up having. Look at the listeners are just growing. They're growing. They're growing. Enlarge our territory. Um, that's how we ended up having a conversation. He walks in after one day and randomly says, man, the jigsaw is a funny ass show. Huh? I immediately went into shock. Like this nigga heard what I said. He admitted he remember he he admitted to remember he admitted he remembered my listening to the show uh one time when we were riding together and decided to start listening himself. So he heard the episode. Y'all were right. He was mad cool and we definitely laughed it off. The biggest thing he was laughing about was nigga, you had your bare ass on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> well thanks bros and I would definitely keep my man sessions in my room yes and I wonder if y'all dap up like do y'all like be dapping each other up like with that same hand like I what mean, is the situation might as well we've all dapped no. each other up right I'm a lefty yeah <laughs> ambidextrous <laughs> it just feels different it depends, it depends on how you want a variety it depends on how I feel maybe both at the same time <laughs> <laughs> have you almost like almost like you know messed up your hamstring you know going all out not quite <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what no, that's like no muscles been strained nope yeah me either nope. I, I never i never have to me either nope nope i'm pretty relaxed <laughs> me either me neither, neither, neither. all right well thanks um, for the update william who is the new letter <laughs> <laughs> oh so i uh, did you see the trailer for um uh, one of our favorite shows, uh, the Pink. What is it? Uh, P Valley. I did. Okay. Okay. June third. Mm. Oh, we'll, we'll be talking about that in an episode soon. I'm in the place. Okay. Yes, sir. Oh yeah. Down in oh, the battle yes. with the girls get Nick. <laughs> right. To shake. Am I? Am I crookaletta? Crookaletta. I. Crookaletta. Crookaletta. I. Come back. Come back. I. Come back. Come back. Ah. All right. We're off topic. Off topic. But that's a good show. All right. So pronouns. Yes. We have our she, her. Oh. Joan Carol Clayton. Okay. <laughs> Joan Carol Clayton. Perfect, perfect, you know, combination. All right. Hey, guys. My best friend and I have, Joan writes, hey, guys, my best friend and I have been cool since we were five. Our moms are best friends and I kind of, and it kind of carried over to us. Needless to say, we have shared almost every milestone together and life has been great. We are not perfect, but we've had issues like any other friendship, but that's my girl for real. Here is the dilemma. I am also friends with her fiance. No. We met during childhood as well, so all three of us go way back. During the bachelor party, let's say my best friend got really, really wild that night. So much so, I would consider her actions cheating. Mm. I already know my answer to this. <laughs> I know what happens at the party should stay there, but I cannot help but to be bothered by what I saw. I don't want to be the one that breaks them up, but I also don't want to just sit there, uh, sit here on this information. As men, what would you do? Okay, as men, would you want to know? Would you tell your homeless fiance if it were reversed? Can't wait to hear your thoughts, Joan. Ooh. Bro, I said you already know your answer. Go ahead. Listen, I ain't see nothing. <laughs> see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. I, I did not see a thing. Yep. I, I, and that's not to say that I'm I'm just like I that's not my place to say nothing. It's not. And I I'ma say this. We were just at a bachelor party. Oh, we were. And the groom didn't cheat. So let's start. He there. did not. He was here. He, he, he honestly did not. He did not. But 
You said what you saw you would consider cheating. I think there's nuance there. Uh, there is. Because everybody's definition of cheating is very different. So if right. you were with a, if you had exotic dancers mm-hmm. and maybe she touched something or grabbed something. Or sucked something. Well, I wasn't going that deep. I'm just talking about in the. <laughs> I'm talking about, man, ain't nothing going on with the money and power. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm talking about in the general sense, Brian, <laughs> of, of stripper culture. <laughs> That if, you know, she just got a little feeling or maybe, you know, got something in her face, not mm-hmm. actually in her, in inside of her face, just, you know, right. you know near her face, right? Um, I think that is kind of strip club culture. And everybody has yep. different um, boundaries. Everybody feels different about how close they let somebody get on their partner, ABC, one, two, mm-hmm. three. And if you consider that cheating, then girl, shut up. Right. right, that's that's nothing. Now, the only time I might be tempted to say something is it would be on some players' club stuff where Junior raped old girl. Yeah, or or if my friend like legit was out here smashing strippers the whole like like smash uh, like uh, like that ish. like that like that'll be the time I I, I would I would be tempted to be like, bro, I don't know, especially if it's the night before. I'm be like, bro, yeah. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But if he if he was if he was just real wild and got some lap dances and you know the stripper was all over him, then you know that was just tonight. So I don't I don't know what you saw, right? Um right. you said that you would consider it cheating. So was it sex? Did they kiss? Like what was it? I think your first conversation is gonna be with your best friend first before you go run into her fiance. Like I understand yeah. that y'all may have been in a friend group. Maybe y'all went to the same church or, you know, grew up oh. in the same neighborhood or, you know, whatever. But whatever, you know, you said you was friends with this girl since she was five. You've been knowing homie, uh, her fiance, now fiance, since y'all were little kids as well. Right. So I, I get the dilemma, but if this is your best, best friend, go to her. Give her the opportunity yeah. to, if it was, you know, actual infidelity, give her an opportunity to go to him and let them deal with that. Don't insert yourself in that space. Um, because you don't want to be the, I don't think you want to be the cause. However, I think if it was something like of grave damage, then yes, but it doesn't sound like that because you would have, I think you would have said that. You said, in my opinion, in my opinion, right? Um, so we don't know where you land. I mean, I think there are some clear things that we can all agree on that is cheating, but there are also some things where every couple considers things differently right right and we just gotta be honest about that too and if y'all are different in that space then take that in consideration brian right but even within that what if that couple that you you don't know because you're not in a relationship is open Uh uh-huh so what if something sexual did happen to your to your point go to that friend first and not go to that the fiance, if that makes sense, right, like right, because you could, they could be like, oh yeah, well, so on, so on, so on. We have an open relationship, like that's just what, or oh, I got a pass because it's my bachelor or bachelorette party, whatever mm-hmm. it is. So to your point, yeah, go to there, but I'm not, I'm not about to be the one to go and tell somebody's business, like nah, unless it was like you said, they was getting like a train ran on them or something like that. Yeah, yeah, nah. No, no I agree a hundred. I agree a hundred percent. I'm always going to the friend first. Before yep. I'm going to the the partner, um, yep. so if you need to say something, I think that's where you say something too. Y'all discuss it, y'all figure it out, and then whatever you decide, be prepared to live with that decision. 
I will say that much. And the consequences of said decision of talking or not talking. Um, But yeah, you update us too. Let us know how that goes. And invite us to the wedding. I know it ain't your wedding, but invite us anyway. We probably will not come. We won't. We might not even get you a gift. But invite us anyway. Right. Invite us anyway. All right. So you ready to get to a greater conversation? Let's do it. All right, let's go. Let me talk. Let me talk. All right, we're here at a greater conversation where we normally get things off of our chest. Um, Josh, do you have anything? No, I choose peace. Uh, me too. I feel, I'm in a good mood today, so I don't want to read any of the the Wahites or anything like that or anything yeah. crazy. Uh, so I'm going to choose joy. You choose peace. I'm going to choose joy. <sighs> Pocket, we know we haven't said it in a while. Pockets what? of joy. Pockets of joy. Yeah. This joy that I have. The, oh, joy bells keep ringing in my soul. Oh, joy bells keep ringing in my soul. Joy bells, joy bells, joy bells keep ringing in my soul. <laughs> Well, if we don't have anything there, I guess it's time to wrap up. <laughs> and I want to say thank you. We told y'all thank you in the beginning, but I want to say gracias to you gracias. all again. Uh, muchos gracias. Muchas I had gracias. a few friends tell me, Jay Josh, why did your accent change when you so Brian? Como estas? I said, I don't know. <laughs> I said, I felt like if I'm gonna speak the language, I need to, I need to fully right. embody, you know, <laughs> a Latin heritage. Uh, but right. no, thank y'all for joining and listening in. Thank y'all to the new listeners for sticking with us. You see what kind of show it is. Sometimes we're a little bit more organized than this. Sometimes we're not. Um, but right. we thank you for sticking with us, um, being in the living room and having a dope conversation. Brian, let them know how they can connect. Listen, we all, again, uh, please follow us on all of the uh, social media platforms that we are on. Check out our website, thejigsawpodcast.com. Follow Josh at I am Josh Rogers. Follow Brian at I am Brian Ayer. Uh, follow the show at the Jigsaw Podcast. We're on TikTok. We're on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We're everywhere. Um, make sure you share, like, subscribe, all the things that we do. Uh, leave a comment. Uh, rate us five stars or nothing at all. Um, and if you have any questions or anything like that, please feel free to send us something at uh, Act the Jigs off any questions. If you want to send us any potential uh, topics or anything like that, hit us up in the DM or just email us at the jigsawpodcast.com. We love you uh, as always. We will be great without you, but we are glad that you are here because uh, you just make us better. So we appreciate that. Before we leave out, Josh, tell the people what they need to do. Keep shining. Oh, that's a good one. Keep shining. Knowing you can always count on me. Give us the good deal. For sure. <laughs> That's what friends are for. In good times mm-hmm. and bad times, I'll be on your side forevermore. Ooh, that's what. Friends are. <laughs> they dropped the mic. Oh. <laughs> Good night, y'all. <laughs>